Humboldt last week. Well, hey, everybody. Episode 161 is definitely packed. We've got a notorious HBO subject who started a huge murder trial. The case has a Humboldt link. An alleged vandal at the Republican headquarters was busted. News on Humboldt beer. We talk Guy Fieri's Joker moment. Tinder troubles, I mean STD rates, popular story about a creepy bus ride up to Humboldt, local love in the New York Times, Shy hangs out for a little bit, we've got guest contributor Adina taking the mic for a bit, uh-huh. that's episode 161 uh-huh. of Humboldt last week. Yeah. My name's Miles, I'm glad that you continually check out these quick Humboldt County stories, we're on Apple, Spotify, and HumboldtLastWeek.com. Humboldt Last Week helps inform our community for free, thanks to these amazing locals, that's North Coast Co-op, your local member-owned full-service natural food store where everyone is welcome. North Coast Co-op, located in Arcata and Eureka. The customer service team at Bell Star Women's Clothing Store, located at 405 2nd Street in Old Town Eureka, extends their thanks for their many customers who continue to shop locally. They appreciate your dedication to small businesses, and they look forward to continuing to provide you with quality clothing and customer service in the years ahead. Bell Star, clothes that fit your life. Brick and Fire Bistro in Eureka, also serving delicious lunches Monday through Friday. The menu entices before we arrive at brickandfirebistro.com. Bongo Boy Studio, 18 years of pro recording for Humboldt musicians. Check out the high-end equipment at bongoboystudio.com. Still in Eureka, Humboldt's finest head shop and culture store, and it's open every day. Follow them on Instagram at Still Clubhouse and Still Humboldt. North Coast Journal, award-winning in-depth reporting. Keep up with the latest at northcoastjournal.com. Photography by Shy, stunning portraits with a Humboldt Last Week discount. Learn more at photographybyshy.com. Trinidad Vacation Rental, luxury accommodations with amazing ocean views. Book at trinidadcaliforniarental.com. Humboldt Last Week. Hey, we got Shy on the show again. What's up, Shy? Hello, so happy to be back again. Yeah, thanks for coming back. It must not have been too painful last time. (laughs) Just barely. (laughs) Well, uh, the Republican headquarters in Eureka, they're dealing with a little pain, some vandalism. Looks like that place gets vandalized just about as much as Trump's Hollywood star. (laughs) That's not how you use your words. Definitely not. It's really unacceptable no matter which political party you're on or what you believe in politically. Never okay to vandalize. Uh, Really have to learn to express yourself just through voting and educating people and educating yourself. Exactly. It's like blue or red or purple. It doesn't matter. You don't damage stuff. You know, and I think a good blue and a good red would also say that um, the cops say they have this guy on video damaging things. He tried to take off and run on his bike, but they got him, booked him for burglary, vandalism, attempted arson, much more. He did a lot of damage. Did you see the building in Eureka? Yeah, I did. Covered up with some boards and looking pretty sad. Yeah, more like Republican shred quarters. <laughs> but uh, hey, I found a little bit of Guy Fieri trivia here. There's another one of these articles that came out. This one from Distractify about the former Ferndalian and things we maybe didn't know about the food-loving showman. What's your favorite thing about Guy Fieri? Um, uh, Besides his awesome hair, obviously. Um, <laughs> it's inspiring to see someone come from a small, small place like Ferndale and do such big, big things for for the local community, for the country. He's awesome. Uh, Yeah, he's a philanthropist, you know, and he gives back to communities. Really love that about him. Here's one thing I didn't know. He got famous because he won a game show on Food Network. Huh. 
That was back in 2006. Did not know that. Oh, how about his music taste? So you'd expect some things on here. You've got 80s rock. you got classic country, but reggae? And I'm not even kidding you. He likes Enya. Huh. Did not expect that. Well, what did you expect? Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Oh, yeah, like maybe something like, you know, Smash Mouth All-Star. I guess he's friends with the singer of Smash Mouth, so that would make sense. But uh, (laughs) oh, so his bleachy hair, I guess way back in the day, he had long hair and his hairdresser was like, hey, try something new. So he goes, you know, all right, F me up or whatever. So (laughs) he thought he was just getting shampoo, towels off and it's bleach. (laughs) So it was an accident. That's like his Joker moment. But instead of green, it's bleach. And instead of murder, it's, you know, burgers. (laughs) What else do you like about Guy? Um, I like that he donated a pretzel cart to Ferndale Elementary. You know, he was kind of a entrepreneur pretty early with that thing, and it's nice that they have that now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, Distractify has that did you know list about Guy Fieri, who many in Humble used to only know by his real name, Guy Fieri. Oh, how about some beer news? Got an upgrade for the locals over at Mad River Brewing in Blue Lake. A new canning line is going to allow them to can stuff beyond Steelhead and Citra Hop. What's your favorite Humboldt beer, Shy? My favorite Humboldt beer is the Raspberry Lambic from Six Rivers. Really? Why? Um, I feel like because when I first started drinking beer when I was like 22. <laughs> you took a year off. Yeah, it was... The easiest one to drink. It was sweet and it kind of opened up my palate, I guess, for the great beer, all the great beer that Humboldt has to offer. Yeah, most definitely. A lot of people like that one because, you know, it's strong, but it doesn't taste strong, which is kind of like why I like my favorite Humboldt beer, which is Triple Exaltation. But yes, it looks like this new canning line will be operational for Mad River Brewing as early as next month. And you maybe saw this in recent news as well about them, that the Yurok tribe now owns Mad River Brewing. So yeah, it looks like Mad River is locking in that mad distribution. (laughs) Well, he's a murderous dude, a Durst, but not the guy from Limp Bizkit. Hey... Maybe another band that Guy Fieri had listened to, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. I guess you could say things are getting pretty serious for this notorious former Trinidad resident. We watched the Jinx on HBO, Shy. We did. Yeah, super entertaining. So yeah, I mean, here's a guy who's accused of several murders back in the 80s. They think he killed his wife. He lived in Trinidad back in the 90s. And then in the year 2000, they think he flew into our airport rented a car, went off the grid, drove down to L.A. and murdered his friend Susan Berman to keep her silent about the murder of his wife. That's what they think. Uh, But yeah, I mean, he lived in Texas for a time, killed a guy and got off on trial saying it was self-defense. This is just a really strange, weird, eccentric dude um, who comes from a very wealthy family over in New York. He was a real estate scion. But anyway, recently, Robert's legal team admitted that he wrote that cadaver note that's in the show alerting cops to the location of the body of Susan Berman. But the lawyers say, hey, that doesn't prove he murdered her. Um, And they're also going to hear evidence related to him wanting to keep Susan quiet because she knew about how he killed his wife in the 80s. So, yeah, we talked about that. A five month trial is what they're looking at. At least that's according to The New York Times. Oh, my gosh. Five months seems like way too long, especially if they have so much incriminating evidence. But if the lawyers are good enough and he's a good enough liar, it could definitely take that long. Yeah, no doubt. And I mean, he's got a millionaire defense team. You know, so maybe that's what it takes to have a five-month trial. But he is going to be in an upcoming episode of Dateline on NBC. We love Dateline. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a really compelling... Yeah, sometimes sensationalized show, but we love it. Um, so I'm excited to hear that episode. But uh, Trinidad's most notorious former resident, Robert Durst, everybody. I still remember that local taxi driver telling me, you know, when he drove him around here back in the day, he was always asking what the cops were up to, as most innocent people do. Oh, rock star <laughs> update. Humboldt's most famous rock stars, as strange as they are. Mr. Bungle. They've been doing some reunion shows. Their frontman, Mike Patton, also sings for Faith No More. He wants it all, and apparently he can have it. I mean, he's got a successful label, too. He's doing pretty good out there. I saw Danny DeVito was down at one of the Mr. Bungle shows, apparently giving Mike Patton acting tips. Oh, my gosh. That is so random. But he was great in Matilda. Yeah, I mean, he's a good actor. He's a uh, seminal actor. I could just see it right now. He's like... You see, Mike, you're doing it all wrong. You got to sink down in my height, you know, down at your knees. That's where the power is. I can totally see him doing something like that. But um, hey, more in big live music announcements. How about the band Blues Traveler coming to Humboldt? Oh, that's exciting. They don't want to give Humboldt the runaround. (laughs) They want to hook us in big 90s band you know i saw these guys actually at bottle rock in napa a few years ago i was surprised by the huge numbers that they drew out but um you know their singer john popper used to be 400 pounds oh my gosh did um, a lot of good work though lost that weight um and as i saw him on stage you know he's always cracking jokes up there it makes sense he used to want to be a comedian Apparently took after John Belushi watching Blues Brothers back in the day. So he picked up the harmonica, learned the blues, and uh, they're still kicking ass today. Uh, Blues Traveler, March 5th at Bear River Casino. General tickets are $60. Worth it. Really? At this rate, though, I mean, they're more like Green Traveler, to be honest. (laughs) All right, we're going to kick things over for a second to Irie Adina Lowenson, local radio personality known for hosting reggae specials. Irie? In a report by Sonia Warach on Monday, U.S. Representative Jared Huffman announced the Humboldt Bay and Harbor are receiving $10,892,000 in the fiscal year of 2020 to implement the Army Corps of Engineers' work plan for dredging and repair work to the north and south jetties. The jetties establish the flow in and out of the bay, and there are holes that are in the jetty right now. So, instead of directing the wave action, the jetties have been causing sand to circulate within the bay, and that has caused shoaling in new areas. The jetties aren't just important for navigation and the safety of our fishing fleet. They're also our front line of defense against sea rise and climate change. In a report by Ruth Schneider, two bills introduced this year are taking aim at California's increasing rates of sexually transmitted diseases. SB 859, it's aimed to create a master plan to address epidemics of HIV and other STDs, and SB 932, to tackle rising numbers of syphilis infections. Creating a master plan to address HIV infections in 2014 worked well for New York State, which saw new diagnoses drop by 40%. According to the CDC, STDs are increasing across the state of California. In Humboldt County, syphilis cases increased 880% between 2015 and 2018, and a spike in HIV cases occurred during the same period. In a recent press release from the Humboldt County Visitors Bureau, they were proudly selected as the winner in the category for 
Best Destinations public relations campaign for its Operation Bigfoot, which promoted Humboldt's mascot across major media and social media campaigns, reaching about 11 million people. The Poppy Awards celebrate the best and the brightest, the most innovative and creative in California tourism promotion. Bigfoot placement in the popular Face Swap Live app is brilliant, said one of the judges. Carolyn Bateta of Visit California said, quote, This year's finalists inspired travelers from around the world to live their biggest dreams in California. So I came across a story recently about a young lady who several years ago was taking the Greyhound bus up to Humboldt from way down south. Upon boarding the bus, the bus driver immediately gave her the creeps. He was driving erratically and apparently making up his own route, going off on dirt roads, not sticking to the 101. The further north she went, the less people that were on the bus. She was scared that once they hit the rubber curtain, it would only be the bus driver and herself. Finally, there was only one gentleman left, herself and the driver. She prayed on it and decided to express her fears to the other passenger, and he offered to pay for her hotel. The woman was really grateful and happy that she listened to her instincts. I am too. I just have to say as a world traveler myself, go with your gut. If you feel some kind of way, it's usually for a reason. The Humboldt County Supervisor races in the 1st and 2nd District is happening on March 3rd. For in-depth coverage, please check out the North Coast Journal. There are seven candidates running. Supervisor Rex Bone is running against local radio personality Cliff Berkowitz, while incumbent Estelle Fennell is challenged by Sean DeVries, Michelle Bushnell, Michael McCaskill, and Rick French for her District 2 seat. It is so important to get out and vote, especially locally where one person truly can make a difference. So mark your calendars for March 3rd and get out and vote. A local craft chocolate company made it in the New York Times. Dick Taylor Chocolates, located in Eureka, California, was on a very short list of excellent, ethically produced chocolates on the market today. This Northern California outfit gets a lot of attention for its black fig chocolate bar, but the New York Times reporter also loves its Belize single origin drinking chocolate. In my humble opinion, Humboldt County has the best of everything, from chocolates to coffee to fresh seafood and other culinary delights. Well, I hope you had a very happy Valentine's Day and I hope you have a great President's Week as well as a happy Black History Month. And believe it or not, February is also Reggae Month. So happy Reggae Month, everybody. That was Irie Adina Lowenson, local radio personality known for hosting reggae specials. Thanks a ton to Irie Adina. Checking out a few more stories here. So the locally shot movie of the week is The Call of the Wild. New adaptation of the classic Jack London novel. This one stars Harrison Ford, sled dogs struggling for survival in the wilds of the Yukon. You got Wilson Beach, a little north of the Humboldt line in this thing. Also, the Smith River up in Del Norte County. The film commission says, while the highway may be replaced by a railroad and a steam locomotive with some CGI trickery, Wilson Beach is certainly recognizable to those familiar. The location manager for the film apparently attended a local familiarity tour and chose us. So I'll be waiting on Rotten Tomatoes reviews, and then I guess we'll decide if we'll take Audrey to this thing. But nonetheless, The Call of the Wild is PG. It's out February 21st. 
Well, I just wanted to throw this out there as a quick reminder, the police chief of Humboldt State University, as to my knowledge, is still being investigated regarding allegations he said racist things and lost the respect of his staff. Chief Don Peterson has strongly denied those allegations. Well, last we heard as of November, a group was conducting an independent investigation, and that could take several months, they said in November. Uh, So far, my email for an update has not been returned, but we'll follow that one closely. Well, not lions, not tigers, but bears are in the news. Bears may be coming back to the Sequoia Park Zoo in Eureka. Stephanie McGeary reports this possibility stems from a little honey from the Bear River Rancheria to the city of Eureka. City Council reportedly taking a look at that, telling us what the bare minimum on the idea will be on the 18th. Got some quick crime updates here. You remember that lawyer who was recently picked up on guns and drugs charges? He was back in the courthouse last week, repping his clients, business as usual, after reportedly missing some appearances shortly after his arrest. But one of his clients, Humboldt's only convicted sex trafficker, who's now accused of additional trafficking. The trafficker's hearing was pushed back to March 12th. That reporting courtesy of Sonia Warich will follow those stories. Real quick, want to get a couple of shout outs going. First, to the mini golf place in the Samoa area. The weather was decent enough on Saturday to head out there with the family, play 18 holes of mini golf at the Lighthouse Plaza. Got a hole in one and am clearly modest about it. Also, I want to thank the Mateel for hosting a fantastic reggae show the other night. Locals Irie Rockers and Grammy winners Steel Pulse were amazing. Steel Pulse even did Stepping Out, and the crowd loved it. It was packed in there. The sound was good. The crowd was mostly good vibes. There's some live art. Outdoor pyrotechnics were cool. The Mateel and the Lighthouse Plaza on the up and up. Good stuff out there. Well, I appreciate you checking out episode 161. My name is Miles. I'm a radio personality and journalist who's covered this community for well over a decade. I love Humboldt. Please do support our partners for allowing us to help inform Humboldt for free. That's still head shop and culture store in Eureka, Bongo Boy Studio in McKinleyville, Bell Star Clothing in Eureka, the North Coast Co-op in Arcata in Eureka, the North Coast Journal, Photography by Shy, TrinidadCaliforniaRental.com, and Brick and Fire Bistro in Eureka. Links to all of them at HumboldtLastWeek.com. HumboldtLastWeek.com hosts our new music playlist as well, featuring new songs from The Strokes, Tame Impala, Cold War Kids, Radiohead Spinoff, Gorillaz, Pearl Jam. Also there, enjoy our Alternative Music Staples playlist. Hey, it's high quality, no static, no ads if you have Spotify Premium. Hundreds of songs, you can't beat that again. That music is at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Lastly, I want to say thank you to Redheaded Black Belt, North Coast Journal, and 99.1 FM for their support of Humboldt Last Week. Hope you have a great week. And I hope to hear your thoughts on the episode. Bye. Humboldt last week.